Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Dr. Maxwell. We on another edition of Bring the Smoke. Wow, and I have Miss Tiffany Rogers over here from Hampton University Proton Therapy Center. And I need you all to understand, I need us African-Americans, minorities, to make sure that we go here. White people, I love you, not knocking you at all. But what I'm saying is I believe more white people are taking advantage of a black created, a black curated, black owned proton therapy center more than our, than our people are. And I know a lot of times because we don't understand how insurance works and things of that nature and our doctors tend to push against it because maybe it's taking some money out of their pocket. But the proton therapy center, I have, I don't know anyone that I know of that has gone there that has not been healed of their of their cancer, whether it be prostate or whatnot, I need you all to make sure that you listen to this edition because this young lady is gonna spill the beans. She's gonna <laughs> give you some great information, great nuggets on how you can take care of yourself and exactly what we need to do to make sure that if you or a loved one is dealing with cancer, what steps you need to take um, without listening 100% to your doctor. It's good to listen to your doctor, but sometimes we need to understand Sometimes doctors may curve us or steer us to different avenues according right. to what type of money they get from what mm -hmm. drug companies or what type of treatment. So as always, a lot of times I apologize for making you feel this way, but sometimes the motivation is not your health entirely. It's to make sure that they make money and that the insurance company makes money for who they are invested with and the medicine and drugs that they push are being sold. So I just need you to know that that's the whole truth, the ugly truth, and that's why we bring the smoke over here on Bring the Smoke. Go ahead, let us know who you are, Miss Tiffany. Yes, thank you so much, Pastor Maxwell. My name is Tiffany Velez Rogers, and I work at the Hampton University Proton Therapy Institute, and I'm so happy to be here with you today to talk you. about this really, really important topic. You hit on so many key points. You know, you're right that not enough of us right, yes. are being proactive when it comes to our health and doing what's needed to make sure that we're well. You know, we're so used to specifically women with taking care of others, mm. you know, that we just don't make it a priority to take care of ourselves. Our African-American men, they just don't like going to the doctor. You know, they don't make the time for it. They put it off. They don't go until... I mean, they are in severe pain, bleeding, or, you know, their wives or girlfriends or loved ones are pushing them to go. So we just really need to take our health back into our hands and do what's necessary. Going to the doctor regularly, going to get your screenings annually is key, right? That's key, yes. is, is getting ahead of it. Um, when it comes to prostate screenings, African-American men should go once a year, um, once they turn 40 years old. A lot of people just don't know that, you know, but that's something that should be scheduled, you know, in your to-dos. Um, now, when it comes to the center, let's say that you do have the diagnosis of um, prostate cancer, it is important for you to do your own education. Of course, listen to your doctors. They're the experts when it comes to that. But do your own research. Find out what all of your options are um, and investigate that. Investigate your options to find out what is best for you, your yes. lifestyle, and your family. Yes. 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 Um, I mean, you said so much. And 
what I continue to think about is my friend Hassan Durley, who died mm. uh, probably about two years ago of colon cancer, but he didn't find out that he was like stage four, and he took it well. So I didn't even think you know it was the end until he bought mm. a, a Beamer, and people that know Hassan know he cheaper than me. You know I spend money on people. But if I buy, you know what I'm saying, I just bought another car. I only bought it because, I mean, that car, was. I kept taking it to the shop more. You know, and even though I didn't have a note, I had to keep paying for it. But when he bought that, I said, oh, man, I knew I had to get home to see him because he never spends money like that. Mm. And so then, you know, I met him at home. We talked. We, we, we all went out to this little bar. He was cool. And he had said he got tired and went home. But you wouldn't even know he really was sick. And then. Yeah. I mean, three weeks later, he was gone. Yeah. And, and, and I believe if he would have got screened earlier, it's not like he didn't have insurance. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, sometimes we don't want to know. And I, I'm not saying that's what was him, but a lot of times, sometimes we can see something wrong with us and we'll be like, eh, let me see if it go away first. Eh, mm -hmm. we, and sometimes, right. You don't want right, to deal with it. We don't want to deal with it. And sometimes it's like, People think if they sweep it on the rug, it's just going to go away. Okay, it's, it's not, not. going to go away. It's only going to get yes, worse. I'm you need to go health ahead. Health is power. Wow. Knowing your health is power. It gives you confidence. You know, knowing your numbers, knowing where you stand with things is power. Hmm. You know, and I think once you... You know, you understand if you have to deal with something and you deal with it, that gives you more confidence and power in really walking in your truth and doing what it is that you need to do. Yes. You know, so that's why I just encourage go to the doctor every year so that you can stay on top of, you know, your blood pressure, your cholesterol, all of those different key pieces of information that you need to know, like you're on top of it. Yes. You know, um, I just want to go back to a little bit, just the history of the center. Yes. This center has been open for 13 years. 13. Dr. Harvey, this was something that Dr. Harvey thought about back in 2005. An alumni came to him at a, I believe it was a tennis event that he was doing and was speaking about um, her brother being diagnosed with cancer and going out to Loma Linda, which was one of the first proton centers to open. And she was mentioning how he really needs to do some more research into this form of treatment. He started doing research and he found that African-American men were dying at alarming rates of prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. And prostate cancer is 99% curable if it's detected early. 99? Yes, if it's detected early. But what was happening is that African-American men, they weren't going to the doctor, they weren't being proactive about their health, and so they wait until it's too late. You know, um, so as he started to peel it back even more and more, he found that Petersburg, Virginia and Portsmouth, Virginia had the highest rates in the entire country of African-American men dying. And he was like, you know what, I got I got to figure out something to do. I got to figure out how I can help the men of the Hampton Roads area. And it took him about five years. He put a team together and the center opened in August of 2010. Wow. I got to rewind this, though. Mm -hmm. 99% yes. curable? Yes. 
yet we continue to die at alarming rates. Yes. And all we need to do most is early detection. Early detection. And early we, detection and, is key. Yes. And I know a lot of times other races may start going at 45, 50, but she made sure she let us know. For African-American men, you need to start at 40. And if you have a history, so if your father, your brothers, your grandfather had prostate cancer, sometimes the doctors want you to go even earlier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because you have to know your 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 history. I ain't even go there. I almost went somewhere else off subject <laughs> to talk about your She's history. Because the doctors are, you you know you gotta know your history. You know how they keep trying to erase our history, but that's oh, a whole yeah, other yeah, subject. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna bring it back. Yes, we bringing the smoke, but health. <laughs> and, I, and I and and I like I like the passion that she has because she said health is power. It is. God said He wishes above all things that you be prosperous and in good health even as your soul prosper. What? And that's what the devil attacks more than anything, your prosperity and your health. Mm -hmm. When your health goes down, your prosperity goes down. If your prosperity goes down, your health may follow. Those two things we have to have under control. Mm -hmm. And one of the, the leading reasons, one of the leading reasons of us losing wealth is our health. If you're sick and you're doing construction and you have a, a blue-collar job, you can't go to work. If your health is not together, you can't make money, mm-hmm. right? Yes, so right. you have to take care of your health. And to take care of your health, you take care of your family. When you don't take care of your health, it's selfish. It's really selfish, it especially if you have kids. It's selfish if you have a wife. It's selfish, period, because people love you. But especially if you have a family, you need to make sure you get on top of your health. I, I need you to understand how proactive this woman is because you need to understand we had an event on August the 19th. They had their proton therapy people out there. They've come to our church with the proton therapy uh, um van or whatnot, and they've come out there. They've done health screenings. They've done prostate checks. This is what they do. She takes care of you, mm-hmm. right? She takes care Try. of you. And men, look at the candy. Sorry, not trying to be disrespectful. But all I'm saying is, hey, go down to the Proton Therapy Center. You might get to see her. You oh, understand? And she's going to be on September the 16th. Yes. She's going to be at her Proton. Where's, where's the event going to so, be? At? So I want to back up just a little back bit. Up. I love I love my black men. I love men, but I love my black men. Yes. I have two sons. You heard it here first. I have two sons. <laughs> I do. I do. I love black men. And I feel like since I've started at Hupti, I feel, and Dr. Harvey is my mentor, I feel like it is my mission to get the word out about the Proton Center in this beautiful jewel that we have yes. right here in the Hampton Roads area. I feel it is my mission to get the word out that Health is power, and so get screened. Get on top of this before it's too late because we need you. Yes. You know, I need you to be around yes. to be a pastor, to minister yes. to my sons. I need yes. you to be around to if my son wants to get into, you know, broadcasting. I We need you. Yes. I need you guys to be a good representation for my boys. Yes. Right. So so th- I'm super passionate about this. But this is our second annual um Men's Prostate Health Awareness Fair. We are providing free PSA test and DRE exams. We are partnering with the Hampton Roads Prostate Health Forum, and they'll be providing education on why 
why this is all important. Um, we'll be providing screenings by Centera. So we have the professionals, the experts that yeah. are going to be doing all the testing and screens. Yes. We're not shortcutting anything. anything. We are doing exactly what is needed and what you would get anywhere else. Yes. We have um, lots of other sponsors that are going to be there to provide additional screenings and tests. But I mean, I'm just so, so passionate and I want the men in the Hampton Roads area. I want the caregivers in the men's life to push them to come to this event Saturday, September 16 from 9 to 12. You can call 1-800-CENTERA to schedule your appointment for the screening and test. If you don't have time to call, just come on in. You don't have to have an appointment. It just makes it run a little bit more efficiently if you do, but if you don't, just come on in. We have an awesome panel of NFL retirees that are going to be coming back um, to talk about their health and how they're being proactive after the game of football. We have Bruce Smith, Wally Rayner, um, Billy McMullen, Dion Fox, and new to the panel this year is Aaron Brooks. Oh, yeah. And Aaron Brooks is a, a neighbor right. of ours, right? Yeah. He's from the Newport News area, yes. and he can't wait to come back home and talk to the community about what he's doing to be proactive with his health. Um, and this is just one segment of your health, right? Health is about what you're putting into your body. So we're going to have some good nutritional um, um, sponsors there to provide vegan, um, vegetarian. I know I'm trying to get yeah, Pastor Maxwell on the vegetarian um, bandwagon. At too. least I left the pork alone. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Baby I steps. left the bacon alone. She yes. made me leave the bacon alone. So I, I, don't, I used to love my bacon cheeseburger. I used to love. I was like, man, I'm eating wobbles and grits and eggs with no bacon. <laughs> ah, I had to go look at a pig one day, so I went eat it because a pig is so ugly. It's like if I could just go look at one every now and then at the little pet zoo, I won't eat it anyway. So no more bacon. I'm trying to cut down. I messed up though. I did. I did. I did eat some red meat. I, I was. I was. I was doing good. Here like there, spot, three days. Spot. I did three days like Jesus. <laughs> I sacrificed for three days. But on the third day, that me called me. I couldn't stop. Oh, God. <laughs> but seriously, though, I'm trying. But no, I haven't had Good. bacon. That's at least that's it. I'm a, I'm a, and what, what I learned when she was telling me her diet, I said, man, you sound like Daniel. Not our Daniel. Definitely not him. He's eating pork sandwiches, pork cereal, pork and beans, pork rice. So it's not Daniel. I'm talking about Daniel in the Bible, right? So Daniel, I began to look at the diet and King Nebuchadnezzar, um, they had a mandate that they ate certain things that was sacrificed to idols. They didn't even care about the food being sacrificed to idols as much. Cause you look at it, Paul. Paul said, "Don't matter, blah, blah, blah. If it's dead, pray over it, blah, blah, blah. We ain't gonna get into all that." But the Bible begins to talk about their diet, and Daniel said, "Hey, look at what. Look at us. Let let us go fifteen days, ten days, fifteen days, and we eat what we eat, and you eat what you eat, and I mm. promise you, we gonna look better mm. than you." And, you know, he put his life on the line when they ate their fruits and vegetables. That's all they ate. Right. Because uh, the Daniel fast, when you look at the Daniel fast, it's his way of life. But we do the Daniel fast. We only eat fruits and vegetables and water. And that's all he ate. He didn't eat meat. 
So Daniel chapter one laid it out because she began to tell me her diet. Because when did you know? I'm like, man, you look young as I don't know what. What's I need? It. And then she said, I don't eat meat. I'm like, man, could have told me something else. But uh, <laughs> but seriously though, Daniel begins to give us how that the health is. When I got COVID, that's when I started getting back in shape. Because when I called, contracted COVID in December 2020, in fact, I haven't been sick since. I don't know what that did to me. My immune system is crazy. I haven't even had a cold since 2020 of December. But what happened is I didn't want to eat anything but fruits, vegetables, and soup. And the funny thing about it is when you get sick, your body won't let you eat anything it shouldn't eat. You have to force yourself, but it's going to come out. You're going to throw it up because your body rejects Things that you shouldn't eat That's right. when you're sick because it's trying to get well. Yes. Right. Yes. And so the thing about it is, why do we force ourselves to eat things that we know we don't eat when we sick? When you sick, you don't want to eat heavy steak. Right. When you sick, you don't want bacon. I don't care how hungry you are. I don't care if you slim, fat or whatever. Your body doesn't want it. Only thing I wanted was fruit and vegetables. I lost like 10, 15 pounds. I got in better shape, started working out like yeah. I usually do again. But when I got sick, it made me, because I was isolated, I had to process it. Like, hold on. Because sometimes when you get sick, you're still moving. But, you know, I had to stay with everybody. They were like, dude, you cooties. I got the cooties. <laughs> they had me in my in my room by myself. <laughs> when I did the New Year's Eve, remember y'all just had the cameras going? I walked in, priest walked out. They came in, sprayed, sanitized, everything. They would treat me like, like I had leprosy. Unclean. I had to go there saying, unclean, unclean. But no, seriously, though. But it, my body didn't want yes, any of that stuff. Yes. And so really when I process, I'm like, man, my body doesn't want this. And I started trying to get my, my diet better. I still would slip up here and then, but the only time I get sluggish is if I eat the heavy meat, mm -hmm. if I eat the bacon, if I slip and say, you know what, I'm going to get on this grill and cook some ribs. Mm -hmm. it, 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 I don't want those setbacks. So what do you do? I need us to start eating like we sick because we eat better when we sick. And the thing about it, she already told us. We don't go to get checked until we real sick. Yep, yep. We need to get checked before we get sick. Yes, exactly. I'm right. not saying put sickness on your mind, but you need to go. Just pretend that you think you're sick and go. Because for some reason, we don't do anything until it's too late. I now eat the way I eat ate when I had COVID. Because mm -hmm. when I had COVID, my body only wanted the fruits and vegetables. Now, I do slip up every now and, and then, but at fine. least it's moderation. Yes. But I'm trying yes. to get away from the red meat period. Tell them why they should, shouldn't eat pork and steak and all that because well, we're well, going to piss off. Don't, don't, I feel the view is going down. Stay no, with us. No, no, stay, stay with, with us. Stay with us. <laughs> you, know, you, <laughs> you made so many fantastic points. You know, fruits and vegetables, they're lively fruit. They're lively foods. And so they just fuel your body differently than like dead meat. You know, that's not giving you the fuel that you need. And there was one key thing that you said when you got sick and you were eating fruits and vegetables, you lost some yeah. unnecessary weight yeah. that you didn't need on yeah. your body, right? And then you started working out, yeah. right? Because the fruits and vegetables gave you fuel and yeah. energy yeah. to go work out. Yeah. Then you start working out and then you start, you start feeling better. You start getting more energy. You start looking better and it gives you more confidence. It's like a wonderful ripple effect yes. in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And then you start, you know, everything's 
I feel like in my life starts to change when I'm eating better, when I'm working out, I have more energy, I have more confidence to do the things that I need to do. You know, I don't, it's very rare that I'm like sluggish or tired or, you know, not feeling that great or sick. Like you said, I feel like I hardly ever get sick and it's because my body is like a machine now, Wow. you know, and, and I'm just always fueling it with good things. I don't drink soda. You know, I don't drink a whole lot of juice. Like I put good things in my body because I love me, you know, and I want to be the best version of me that Say, I can be. Somebody going to say, you said meat. You said no, M-E. I don't try to make sure. Like, this is my Some temple. fat-minded people. I ain't say you was fat. Some meat. fat-minded people say meat. And- And a vegetarian diet or vegan diet might not be for everyone. And that's perfectly fine. You need to do what's best for you. And that's going to fuel you to be the best you, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not a good, I'm not a component for pork at all. Um, and, and very little red meat, although my boys will eat red meat from time to time. They're growing boys. They love a good, you know, steak salad from Chipotle and I'll allow them to have that from time to time. But the important thing <laughs> I like is the way that she said that what? Chipotle. So that means you don't cook them in the steak. No. <laughs> She's shady. Shady don't. mama. You're a good mama, though. You're a good mama. I just mess with you. I'll allow them to have it. I'll make chicken for them. I'll make cook, seafood. You know, steak but I'm, 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 I'm not. That's I'm good. Not do it. That's good. You know, I feel like I have to represent who I am to the fullest, you know, and they understand that mommy does not eat meat. And they'll even sometimes say, you know, mom, let's let's have a, a vegan dinner tonight. You know, and I'm like so happy and excited that these seeds that I'm planting within them are really coming, you know, coming about. I see it, you know, and and they think about the things that they eat. You know, my oldest will say, oh, well, I had steak two days ago, so I'm going to wait another week, you know, before I have any more red meat. You know, so I'm planting those seeds within in him, you know, so that he starts to make changes in his body. Because I think sometimes we get so consumed with what society says or what social media says or what things are supposed to look like that we're not really we're kind of like living in this falsehood instead of really being true to who we are and the things that we need to do for us to be the best us. We're trying to, you know, you know, if it's birthday time, we we assume that we have to celebrate going to a club and drinking, popping bottles and and eating steak and all of this stuff when it doesn't have to be that. You create what it is that you want that's going to be best for you. Yes. You know, so... That's just I like that. So y'all hear this new beast grow. She has a Daniel, not our Daniel. She has a Daniel from the Bible lifestyle when it comes to eating. And it's it it, it fuels you. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to put her business out there, but she, she began to heal her own self through ailments that she was going through, through mm-hmm. eating right and doing natural things instead of doing certain medicines. Mm-hmm. So what I need you to understand is your body wants to naturally heal itself. And a lot of times they push the medicine on you and not the diet on you because they make more right. money off the medicine That's on you right. than the diet. Right. They'd rather you eat what you want to eat, keep eating them pork chop sandwiches, keep eating those, those briskets and keep eating all those different things that's not good for you because they are ready to just give you a pill mm-hmm. to wash out some of those ailments, but you still... Then other not, things start to come about. Right, because they the medicine will call other conditions, and high cholesterol, and diabetes, and yes. this, that, and the other. And they give you another pill. 
<laughs> and then by the time you got more pills, yes. when you all you need to do is eat a salad. Yes. Let me tell you something. A pig has so much. Man, black people, don't leave me after this show. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna lie though. White people eat way more pork than we do. I think that's why Farrakhan and Taylor don't eat pork. Cause if you ever hang on white people, they be eating Reuben sandwich. I'm like, man, they got pork chops, salami. Like everything about the pig is on this one sandwich. But anyway, so y'all don't leave me. Black and white people, y'all might actually agree to something that y'all don't like. You know this what show I just today. thought about? You know them big boards? What them big boards called that they they like to eat? Yes, yes, and it has the salami yeah, and the all pepperoni. That yes, all and it's that all stuff. fancy looking yes. and stuff. But it's just straight. Unhealthy. Oh God! Listen up, though. Pork has a pig has so much poison in it. Mm -hmm. If a rattlesnake bite it, it won't even die. Nope. It won't because it has so much poison in its body already. Now you get bit by a rattlesnake. We know, and there lies our great friend. No, seriously, but but it has so much poison. But the Bible teaches you how to eat. I know a lot of people say, no, nah, that, that when Peter had the vision and he said, get up, kill and eat, don't call anything unclean, I make clean. Peter never ate none of that stuff. He didn't get the vision until he met Cornelius. Then he said, oh, I get why I had this vision. Mm. He never got up and killed and ate anything. The example of eating that, which he didn't eat, was to show him that the Gentile that God made clean was clean. He just gave him a vision. Now, I even taught a Jewish person this that taught me Judaism. That's why he gave me an A. Because I was, I used to teach science. And so I always try to see how science matches up with the Bible. That's why when people try to troll me with science, you're really making a mistake because I'm a scientist. And so the Bible says don't eat fish if it don't have fins and scales, right? It's, so a catfish has fins, but it doesn't have scales. What does catfish do? It eats dead things, Right? Lobster don't have fins or scales. Lobsters don't have a circulatory system. What cleans you is your blood. Mm. The only time blood gets to a lobster is if it moves mm. a certain way. So if it doesn't move for a while, the blood isn't getting to every parts of it. All right? So it's not clean. It also said don't eat of the food of a meat that don't have a split hoof and chew the cud. Right? So... Not saying, so you can eat beef, although you shouldn't eat much of it, because the cow has a split hoof, and it also chew the cud. What does that mean? That means when it gets hot or whatever, it begins to excrete the, the waste. Like, you know how we sweat to clean ourselves? It sweat through its hooves, mm. so it's clean. But although the pig has a split hoof, it don't chew the cud. It just swallows it. But it has so much poison in it, right, that if a rattlesnake bite it, it ain't going to die. A dog, a cat, a rabbit, it don't have hooves at all. They can't sweat. They don't have anything to get the, the, the debris or the dirtness out of them if they overheat. What, a dog, they stick their tongue out. They lick themselves clean, just like a rabbit. Mm -hmm. So none of that stuff is clean. So the Bible begins to tell you what you need to eat and what you don't need to eat. I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing yeah. how mm -hmm. it lines up when you read it. That's why they have the kosher, the Jews have the kosher diet. And some of them don't even understand where they even got it from, but they got it right out of the Bible. Wow. The Bible gives you a blueprint of what you should eat, right? Most of the time you saw Jesus, what did he do? Mostly had fish and mostly had vegetables. You understand? So all I'm telling you is this. The Bible tells you how you need to eat, just like she's telling you how you need to eat, just like we're trying to tell you how we need to eat. 
it gives you a blueprint of what you need to do. The Bible will teach you how to be healthy, right? So all I want to do is just throw it out there. <laughs> and they tell you Daniel in Daniel chapter one, mm -hmm. the fruits and vegetables. We do a Daniel fast, but we need to make that a lifestyle. Anyway, I know she got to get ready to go to an appointment. So we're going to let her plug her event again and just give us some closing words. Oh, that camera over there. Yes. So um, we will have some good, healthy, nutritional um, things to eat at the Men's Prostate Health um, Fair. We will also have some counselors on hand because the mind, right, mm. is so important in keeping it, your mind um, um, positive, keeping it strong, and keeping it on the right path. Um, is is just as important as what you eat, mm. um, your health. It's part of your health. So at the Men's Health Fair, we plan on touching upon all the key, key components, nutrition, your health, and your mental. Mm. And so we have representatives and we have businesses that are going to be coming out to help all attendees that are in attendance. Once again, the health fair is Saturday, September 16th from 9 to 12. We will have Sentara there to do prostate exams. We want all of our men in the Hampton Roads area to come out. Take charge of your health. It is so important. I need you. We need you. Your family needs you. You need to take charge of this. For the caregivers that are watching this message, please push your loved ones to come out, the men in your lives to come out. You can go to www. Um, Hupti Men's Health Fair to get more information. All of the details are there. You're going to see this top, this flyer. You're going to see commercial spots. You're going to see all the times. You're going to see links. All the information is there. We are providing you with all of the resources that you need to take charge of your health because we care. Hampton University cares. The Proton Center cares. Pastor Maxwell cares. I care. We are giving you the resources. Come out. Take charge. We have NFL players that are coming to talk about their health because they care about the men in the Hampton Roads area. All these men have some sort of connection to Hampton Roads. And they're coming out because of you, because of the men. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate your audience. And if there's any every, anything that you need, you can call me at the Proton Center, Tiffany Velez Rogers. Um, once again, visit the URL. All the information is there. And I really, really do appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. And the URL is right here at the bottom of your screen. Also, if you're watching live, is definitely uh, in our caption to make sure that you're able to register. In fact, if you if you got a man you love, if he don't register, register him for him. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because yes. a lot of times we need a push because mm -hmm. sometimes we need a push. If she didn't say anything about the pork and all that, I probably would still be eating the bacon. You know, maybe maybe I'd be happier, but you know, I'd be fatter. You understand? So, so you need, we need some people to push us in a positive yes. direction. So, I promise you, he might fuss for a moment, but he'll be happy. And he, in the back of his mind, even if he doesn't say it, he's going to appreciate that you pushed him toward taking care of himself because he'll know, even though you might have uh, infringed on his territory or whatever, he knows you did it out of love. Mm -hmm. So please, please, please 
whether you're male, whether you're female, get your male friends to sign up, sign them up for them and let them know, hey, I got a time slot for you because you need to make sure that if you love them, you don't want them to be gone too quickly. So right. we want to make sure we give ourselves a push. All yes. right. So again, we're here on Bring the Smoke. Miss Tiffany Velez Rogers, she's here from the Proton Therapy Center and Minorities. African-Americans especially, please take advantage of this because your people started this, your people yes. curated this. And what I want you to do too is when you patronize this and when you send people to it, it helps it to survive. Mm -hmm. Because what I didn't like is I was helping write certain letters when I was the NAACP president because they weren't trying to give this black proton therapy center the funding that it needed in order to survive. Yet they were taking it and giving it to other places who hadn't even been on the the cutting edge or they weren't the pioneers of doing it. A lot of times people came to duplicate and imitate what Hampton University had already started in Hampton Road because they are the first proton therapy center in Hampton Roads. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times because we did it, they don't give us the funding that That's we right. need. So I need y'all to go out here and share it and make sure that you, you advocate for this center to make sure that we continue to have something in our community to take care of our people. Ah, see brother Thomas, I can fuss too. Alright, holla at you, bring the smoke. <laughs>